Good morning, folks, and welcome back to another episode. It is currently about 10.15, and uh, although this probably won't be posted until later tonight, um, mostly because most of you listen um, later, tend to listen later in the day, which is totally fine with me, I, uh, I'll just upload this a little bit later today, but I wanted to record it now just just so I wouldn't run out of time tonight or, you know, one of the many reasons. But anyways, hope everybody's having a good week so far. Today's Friday, tomorrow's weekend, time to distress and um, get outside, get some fresh air. It's been kind of crummy the last few days, so tomorrow and Sunday is supposed to be very, very nice. So let's um, everybody try and get outside and have a good time, right? So welcome back to this series, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. This is going to be chapters three and four today, and if you haven't listened to chapters one and two of this series, go ahead and search for that episode. Um, That is the beginning of this series, and you don't want to miss that one. So let's go ahead and jump right in. This chapter three is called, Let Go of the Idea That Gentle, Relaxed People Can't Be Super Achievers. One of the major reasons so many of us remain hurried frightened and competitive, and continue to live life as if it were one giant emergency, is our fear that if we were to become more peaceful and loving, we would suddenly stop achieving our goals, we would become lazy and apathetic. You can put this fear to rest by realizing that the opposite is actually true. Fearful, frantic thinking takes an enormous amount of energy and drains the creativity and motivation from our lives. When you are fearful or frantic, You literally immobilize yourself from your greatest potential, not to mention enjoyment. Any success that you do have is despite your fear, not because of it. I have had the good fortune to surround myself with some very relaxed, peaceful, and loving people. Some of these people are best-selling authors, loving parents, counselors, computer experts, and chief executive officers. All of them are fulfilled in what they do and are very proficient at their given skills. I've learned the important lesson. When you have what you want, you are less distracted by your wants, needs, desires, and concerns. It's thus easier to concentrate, focus, achieve your goals, and to give back to others. Now, I feel like a lot of us, especially me, um, I'm definitely in the mindset of, you know, if you sleep until noon or one, you've just wasted your day. I mean, if you're not constantly going, you're you're not being productive enough, you're, you're wasting time. And a lot of us are in that mindset because this is, this is the society that we live in. We feel as if we are not constantly moving and constantly being productive. We are being not time efficient, right? We're not, we're wasting time. We're not using our time wisely. Um, I'm definitely in that mindset and I don't think it's a good one. I think um, being able to be conscious about um, when you need to take a rest and take a relaxing day for yourself um, is important so that you can um, relax your brain and relax your mind because it's not good for you to be so stressed out all the time. Of course, we all we all know that. And it's hard in today's society. I feel as if we're put under a lot of pressure. And sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we don't even realize it. And um, it's a hard habit to break. But um, I think that was a pretty good passage um, to think about, you know, um, that you can be relaxed and still achieve what you need to 
and you can take rest days. You don't have to be going 24-7. And I think that's a really important thing to, to take away from that. So chapter four is be aware of the snowball effect of your thinking. And um, let's hop right in. A powerful technique for becoming more peaceful is to be aware of how quickly your negative and insecure thinking can spiral out of control. Have you ever noticed how uptight you feel when you're caught up in your thinking? And so top it off, the more absorbed you get in the details of whatever is upsetting you, the worse you feel. One thought leads to another, and yet another, until at some point you become incredibly agitated. For example, you might wake up in the middle of the night and remember a phone call that needs to be made the following day. Then, rather than feeling relieved that you remembered such an important call, you start thinking about everything else you have to do tomorrow. You start rehearsing a probable conversation with your boss, getting yourself even more upset. Pretty soon you think to yourself, I can't believe how busy I am. I must make 50 phone calls a day. Whose life is this anyway? And on and on it goes until you're feeling sorry for yourself. For many people, there's no limit to how long this type of thought attack can go on. In fact, I've been told by clients that many of their days and nights are spent in this type of mental rehearsal. Needless to say, it's impossible to feel peaceful with your head full of concerns and annoyances. The solution is to notice what's happening in your head before your thoughts have a chance to build any momentum. The sooner you catch yourself in the act of building your mental snowball, the easier it is to stop. In our example here, you might notice your snowball thinking right when you start running through the list of what you have to do the next day. Then, instead of obsessing on your upcoming day, you say to yourself, Whew, there I go again. And consciously nip it to get constant, consciously nip it in the bud. You stop your train of thought before it has a chance to get going. You can then focus not on how overwhelmed you are, but on how grateful you are for remembering the phone call that needed to be made. It's the middle of the night. Write it down on a piece of paper and go back to bed. You might even consider keeping a pen and paper by the bed for such moments. You may indeed be a very busy person, but remember that filling your head with thoughts of how overwhelmed you are only exaggerates the problem by making you feel even more stressed than you already are. Try this simple little exercise the next time you begin to obsess on your schedule. You'll be amazed at how effective it can be. And that was the end of chapter four. And I think that was also a pretty interesting passage because, um, again, this goes, this goes again with, with the stress, right? We get ourselves so caught up in our stresses and we're like, oh my gosh, we have so much, we have so much to do. And, um, it's hard not to think like that. A lot of us are super busy and we are, um, caught up in a lot of stuff right now and obviously times are different at the moment but usually it's it's sports it's homework it's other extracurricular activities that we may do um if you have a job you know you have a lot of responsibilities to take on and um I think I think what this passage is saying is really just try and keep your 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 inner peace going and if you start to feel overwhelmed try and breathe and and calm yourself down and Think about, you know, um, maybe effective ways to kind of manage your manage your time during the day so that you don't feel as stressed out and give yourself breaks. And um, although this one is talking about waking up in the middle of the night and just keep thinking and getting yourself stressed out during the day, too, if you start feeling stressed as well, taking deep breaths and then um, remembering that um, you've 
you've if you have prepared yourself for whatever you need to do, then you're going to be fine. It's a, it's a different situation if you haven't prepared and you remembered um, that you needed to and then you just didn't. That's that's a different situation. I think if you are prepared and you're stressing yourself out about something, you are literally putting yourself through the situation twice. You're stressing about it beforehand and then you're going to stress about it during. And that's no good for anybody, right? Um, so I think that passage is really just trying to say control your thinking and do your best to try and limit the amount of stress that you're putting yourself through on the daily because you're thinking about everything else you have to do. Um, stay present, stay in the moment, think about what you're doing now, focus on that, and then you can worry about the other things when they come. Um, yeah, so that was chapters three and four. So that's going to be the only two I read today. And then, you know, next episode will be five and six. So, um, I think those are pretty good passages for today. And, um, I might leave it there. Um, the last other thing I want to talk about is again this weekend, get outside. It's supposed to be beautiful. Do something, hang out with your family. Um, pretty sure we're having a bonfire tomorrow night. So that's cool. Um, yeah, you know, do go go out, get some exercise, go enjoy nature, enjoy the outdoors, and uh, make the most of it, right? It's, again, it's been really bad weather, and can't give up this opportunity to hang out in the sun and the warm weather as well, right? So I think that's going to be all for today, and uh, um, I hope everybody has a good Friday and a good weekend. I'll try and post again Sunday night, probably. Um, but yeah, I hope everybody has a great rest of their day today and a good weekend. Um, hope everybody stays well. I will uh, catch you later, folks.